angsty teens and the subtext in between. This week on The Hapless Heroes. Just sidle closer and closer until we find either a good bush or we get arrested. To the Hapless Heroes podcast. I am Francesco, and tonight I continue to be your host and DM as we explore the aftermath of the big reveal. And before I do that, I'm going to intro my cast. Starting on my left, we have Dave as Zero, Valen's Avatar of War. Good evening. Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. Always at my service. Nicole as Boris the Butcher. Man, this journal is rough. <laughs> Zach as Pregnart. This is Big Book. And John as Lord Jarrell the Light. If I had to guess, those stars are due to align tomorrow. Hedrick is still swaddled and unconscious on the bed in your hotel room at the Garden Inn. Um, but last, and but you know, more importantly, last week on the show, y'all had managed to break the enchantment on Philbert's Philbert Blackwood's journal Philbert being the son of Ebenezer his name is not Ebenezer Jr as you had all speculated it could um, be his middle name said a lot of stuff i mean this was you know like i had described like the 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 journal of a very troubled and and very sort of just dissatisfied young man um with Grand designs on how to change the lives of the people of Wool and the people of Tilduria forever, which is totally not an ominous thing to say. <laughs> and it's not totally not setting up anything at all, mm-hmm. like nothing. Like that just mean I that could mean anything. Well, the spoiler is already what happened in our universe. <laughs> 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 That's what the yeah. problem of going back in time. It's the how uh, that's the fun part, right? No, I mean that's the point, though, right? Like you, like there is no secret here. Like you know how this ends, and now you just like you're you're just starting to see the like what, like the 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 story is starting to come together. Like the point A to point B is starting to become a little bit more clear. Um, but that's kind of where we're at at this point. Um, you have this information. You see in the diagrams, you know, like I said, there was like a depictions of like these starry portals and like, you know, like a, like a, like a, like a picture of like a, like a boxy Modron, like pointing through it. And like, there was talks of like the alignments of things and planets and stars and like the knowledge of Mechanus and, you know, all these things that could change so much and lots of meta math and things like that formulas written in this journal and, and, and diagrams of these structures and la- supporting the ley line in front of the the tower and all of the structures and labs that exist beneath it as well. So there's, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot going on here. Um, this kid obviously has some sort of grand plan and you think you have a general idea of when it's going to be enacted. And does this book give us an idea of where? Um, yeah, um, you know, it's it's it, I mean, you're kind of you're kind of holding on to like the master plan, so to speak. Right. But like I said, the last century was two days ago. Um, and. So this was actually written like and like you could say, so what I'm trying to say is this was this this journal was written and he had finished it before the incident just happened at the school. Right, because you that that was yesterday. Yeah. So, um, there, there was, there was not a been like there, there was no room you can that you can see like for an entry that or you know maybe there was I, you don't know, um, 
I guess no one really kind of examined too like I mean, you guys had examined the, the, the book for magic and done all that stuff but I guess if you look closely you can see that the last page has been torn out of the journal of course so and Ian Zero with his bright red eyes looks around I've wanted to say this for a while since I first heard it I have a plan Ooh, I just got chills. It's a nifty little three-step ditty. Step one, we scout out some high ground around where he's going to do the ritual. Step two, I wait for him to do the ritual and put two rounds in him. Then step three, we go get shawarma. (laughs) Oh, they have shawarma here? I don't know. I'm assuming. I'm I'm kind of shooting from the hip for step three. Do you think there's a way around this without murdering the boy? I mean, there probably is. It's just a bigger pain in the ass. <laughs> Focus on the shawarma, Jarrell. I say, I guess that depends on what everyone. And I'm gonna regret saying this because I might be already assuming what I know the answer is. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, what are everyone's feelings about murder? <laughs> <laughs> Do you I, mean, yeah, I wanted to make because, sure that this, because, this, because here's the thing. Zero on. has just suggested doing a murder. <laughs> Murdering a I child. Mean, we've all trained yes. in killing people. I mean, yeah. I, it Yes, but does it make it any difference that this is just this is just a kid? To Jarrell, it certainly does. Um <clears throat> I would assume do we, the rest of you it does. Do we, we think it's possible to present this information to some interested parties and see if they could help us with this. Like, what What do you think his father would do if we showed him this journal? Kill him? <laughs> I don't want to. Remember, um, I'm not sure we're counted on as the most trustworthy source of magical news in this city at this point. Hmm. I feel I'm sure you're like correct we've with that. probably poisoned that well. Do you think that if we presented this to all of the, at least the vast majority of the instructors at the school, that his father might not be able to even intervene if needed? So if, if you if, were if, presented some kid's journal with these, what is the first question you ask? Well, I think our biggest drawback here is that we know he's really not good at magic, and they all don't think he's good at magic, so they probably won't think he's even capable of doing this to begin with. You're ignoring a very obvious problem here. If that first question they're going to ask, though, is, where did we get this from? And what answer are we going to give them? We stole it. So Boris, during this conversation, has set up a pillow and put a shirt on it and has been practicing throwing her dagger at it repeatedly ever since the question was asked about how we felt about murder. And she looks over and says, you can just say I stole it from the school. We need to tell them that that we were right. We are from the future. We know Apocalypse is going to happen. This is proof it's going to happen. So it's kind of proof that we are from the future. You're not wrong there, Pregnat. I, I just, Zero, you are correct in that maybe uh, openly admitting that we stole this out of a teenage boy's bedroom won't help we our had, case. We had to do it because they did not believe us. We, al- we also triggered a security alert, so it's entirely possible that if we give any other story for the provenance of this journal, that they wouldn't believe it. These are justifiable crimes. <laughs> You're not wrong, but we still and there's have the, the chaotic good player. problem. And there is the chaotic good player right there. <laughs> we found him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if this becomes a values debate, one of you is going to try to stop me from shooting this kid. I'm trying to keep this very firmly a policy <laughs> debate here. <laughs> we did not. Um, we did not 
uh, switch train track to make uh, one person die instead of five people die. It's very cut and dry moral equation. We are trying to stop the apocalypse, so we stole a young boy's journal. Ah, uh, yes, the classic trolley problem. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but it wouldn't be fair to all the other people who've already been run over. <laughs> That's a perspective you don't really hear very often. <laughs> <laughs> An interesting debate. I mean, I guess we're you know where where are we going with this though? Right. You know, like, I mean, See, it seems like you know there's there's not really an agreement here on what to do. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty Pregnant's sure all right of us are agreeing. The, You're the yeah. only one that's not. Pregnant's right with the values, but we continue to have a credibility problem trying to present this. Mm-hmm. As in, we have no credibility. <laughs> in fact, what we have could more aptly be described as credibility. So who in our <laughs> travels would be credible? And how do we get them on our side? We're oh still going to give the journal to Cheryl. Wait a second. Okay, so hold on. Put a pin in that for a second. I just want, before we continue any further, because like, I heard Mike accusing me of saying, suggesting something or <laughs> suggesting a specific course of action. I am prepared for any and all outcomes here. I know you are. So right, here's what we I need am to not do. trying to sway you in any <laughs> yeah, direction. Here comes Your choices idea. are you challenge no. Zach on that one. <laughs> All right. Here's here's a good plan. Here's what we need to do. Um Boris takes the journal and she goes to the front steps of Capital T, Capital T, the Tower. And she's she pretends to find it in a bush and (laughs) 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 and then she she takes the bush journal as it is known henceforth and uh, she says oh my oh my god it is a plan for the apocalypse Uh, help help someone I need help uh, foiling the apocalypse like when this is is as great of a plan as the hey did you know the end is nigh (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 Uh, I will forever call it the bush journal right it is the bush journal when they try to explain what happened here in the in the future (laughs) Oh my! Oh. That's, yeah, that's my contribution to the, the episode. Journal part. No, I'm gonna, he's, he's still I'm got gonna, me. I'm, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm very self-satisfied right now. That's a good idea. Don't love me at the tower, but you know, I've still got my girl guide costume. No, you're in a completely different op- uh, uh, outfit. They're not going to recognize you at all. It's like the Superman syndrome. You have a manicure. They're going to say, wow, this person's fingernails are way you, different from the person we hate. You spent you all that money reuse? on that fancy outfit. Say, we're about to re... Like, this is like, you know, I'd say, listen, it's, we're about to reuse this uh, this outfit, you know. It's, you're getting your money's worth. That, you know, means nothing when, in, if and when you reset. See, that's the other thing is, no matter how wacky of a plan we go through... And Zero pulls the goldfish bowl out of an incomprehensible space in his uh, armored coat. We have an out. And even if the plan with disclosing this information, no matter how bizarre our disclosure is, um, we still know where the young boy is trying to do this. So if it comes down to murder is the option. <laughs> Gerald's not, again, like kind of wincing at that one. Trying to think of other ways to disable him without allowing all this to transpire. Okay, so pros, 100% success rate. Cons, morally repugnant. <laughs> the murder rate is 100% successful for us so far, yeah. <laughs> well, yes, sh- as a whole, murder, murder is 100% successful for us as a group. But I meant in this way, as if 
the person doing the ritual comes down with a bad case of dead, he can't do the ritual. Generally. Morris holds up her dagger and says, I could just cut off his hands. Just his hands. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Because a maiming is so much more morally clear. Maiming is better than murder. Yeah, but maiming him doesn't stop the apocalypse. If he's not allowed to do what he's attempting to do. I think I mean, think about how it. badly are you going to maim him? I mean, we might as well just kill him. Well, who wants well, to live a life like that? Think about it like like this, Quinn. Let's say you've got some plans for the day. Does having your hands cut off potentially interfere with, you know, you caring about your business? Do you think maybe it would might preempt what you're doing and have you do something else? Like, you know, get your hands reattached? I mean, it, it is, it's, could. Well, I guess that takes us to option C. In a world where he could just create more hands, it doesn't really help us. <laughs> no, I no, have, no, no, no. I have another plan. Well... I was I was getting to something here is the distraction value of having the hands cut off. All we really <laughs> oh wait we don't have to really cut his hands off. All we have to do is make sure he doesn't do it that specific day. I have he comes back plan. the next day and tries the ritual. It's not going to work. Let me say my plan. <laughs> yeah, now I'm done talking. Yes, you can have it. <laughs> I think that we should. Disguise ourselves as three different ghosts and <laughs> four, <laughs> technically four, and cap capture yes, four different ghosts and um, or five, depending on if it's the Muppets. And um, <laughs> we should um, disguise ourselves as ghosts and um, we should capture Philbert. And make him believe that we are showing him uh, the the past, present, and future of the apocalypse, and teach him a grand moral lesson. And then he'll wake up and he'll say, "Oh, I don't want, I don't want to do an apocalypse. That's bad. That's bad for people." I, I have, don't hate this. I, I don't hate this. Two things to say about that plan, Pragnat. First is what do we think would happen if we forced this boy to eat the fish? <laughs> like, would that <laughs> could that potentially send him into a different... Friend, did you prepare for that outcome? I already know what I'm going to do. If that's if that is somehow some, something you manage to do, <laughs> I know we we know a pie shop that could easily make up a way. A fish pie. To, yeah, we should we should bake the we should bake the goldfish into a pie. <laughs> well, the magic okay, hold on, hold on, work hold on. if we cook the fish. Now listen, now listen. Okay, far be it from me to tell you what to do, because like I said, I'm just the world over here. Okay. <laughs> You're about to tell me you want to take the goldfish, which is your only means to escaping a potentially apocalyptic scenario, and bake it into a pie <laughs> and give it away. No, you oh, have to bring yeah. it to a pie shop and ask them to bake it into a pie. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're baking gonna, it. We're going to serve him a goldfish I really raw. like how the pie is suddenly back in play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My other no, I mean honestly, I like uh, I like my an apocalypse Carol idea the best. I think I, I do. I I actually really like the ghost. <laughs> my other concern is that in a hundred or two hundred years from now, we do not fight Filbert, do we? I, I don't know. <laughs> we we fight uh, Ebenezer specifically. He so, probably just changed his name. <laughs> I mean, he probably I mean, he, he probably he, just changed his name. It kind of makes sense if you were the kid, wouldn't you? Yeah, he hates his name. 
I mean, this like I said, the first like the like the whole first section of this journal is all about how much he's being made fun of for for like his name and like how his dad has the coolest name ever. He's like, why like why did they pick Philbert? Apparently, it was some sort of family name, like from like an ancestor or something like that. And they you know. So, how do we make ourselves look like ghosts? <laughs> oh my god. Have you never asked of your old kid? Does uh, anyone else have a more practical idea? Or well, I mean, an, 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 I was going to wait for them to develop this a little more before we started working out, you know, workshopping, getting through the, you know, heavily warded house with the wall and the guards around it. And the fact that we've already tripped the alarm and they're on high uh, alert. Yes, you do have that information that um, I conveniently revealed to you at the beginning of last episode. I hold unswaddles Hedrick. Did that Guards come, come out of showers more that? than you can see. No, I heard. <laughs> Pregnart unswaddles okay. Hedrick and uh, starts cutting holes in the, in the sheet that he was swaddled in. <laughs> oh my god! Um, just then, there's a knock at just then there's a knock at your door. <gasps> Room service. You ordered you ordered the bath bombs. Oh, good. I need to have a bath while I have a think. I have a genius idea. I can Um, mirror image myself and be all the ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) Pregnar opens the door. Pregnar answers the door. Yes, it's it's the person that you 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 had requested bath bombs when you guys arrived back here, and they are delivering you the lavender bath bombs. I I say thank you. Um, wait, can I can I request something else? What what do you need, my dear? Sweet frog. Can I have a bunch more big white bed sheets? Um, how many do you require? Mm, five. Yes, sir. Um, We're doing the closet. Muppets version. There's actually a closet right there. There should be enough sheets for what you need. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, is there anything else I could do to assist you? Is there Good anything frog, else sir. that you needed to uh, present us? As a plot device or other? <laughs> no, you just, uh, you ordered bath bombs. I just was making sure that I followed up on this thing that we mentioned last episode that I didn't want to forget about because I thought it would be really funny. Do you Good have any balls and chains? Oh, yeah, specifically chains. We need chains. They got chains. We're good. Oh, never mind. We don't need the chains. Okay, this person is now starting to look a little bit more visibly uncomfortable. Is there anything else I can do to assist you, my dear esteemed guests? Now Pregnard is just like, I don't know. He's just taking a shot in the dark. Um, Can you find me a hamster that can ride a little unicycle? He seems a little perplexed by the question for a moment. Pregnard sensed that he was un- unnerved by the chain's uh, request, and now he needs to add something a little lighter. I'm sorry, you said a hamster riding a unicycle? Yes, a little hamster that can ride a little unicycle. He wears a little hat, and he whistles a little song. I will see. It's oddly specific, but I'll see what I can do. That's what I want. You asked me if there's anything you can do. That's the main I, thing I, I want. I mean, yes, I did. I, I did ask that question. We've I got did. a lot going on in I here. Regret this is kind of the thing that I want the most. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will get back to you very soon, my my good frog. And thank you. Leaves. Good day. <laughs> did you slam the door? <laughs> no, I don't slam. I just say good day pretty sharply. Oh, okay. Um, and then you gently close the door. Okay. I just, I just, I I just, I just thought it was time for an interruption. I'm sorry. I, 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 you know, (laughs) you're right. I guess, I guess I was the hoblet timer this time. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Pregnard draws himself a bath. Oh wait, no. How does this place have running water? Uh, The bathtub, I believe, is probably still full since Boris had climbed out the window with the full baths, full of like gross old cold bubbles. That's I did mention to you, there is plumbing running through this city. There is a l- massive aqueduct that is feeding water into here from the mountains beyond. 
Pregnard doesn't need a hot bath, so he drains it just a little bit and adds just a little bit more uh, hot water. So he gets like a nice, weird kind of. I mean, I imagine the bath water is pretty gross from Boris, and he he just ha- has himself a weird. Oh, by the bath. time no, by the time you've got no, no, by the time you've gotten back, all of the bubbles have cleared from the bathroom and it has been scrubbed clean. Oh. All right. Much to Pregnard's disappointment, he has a very clean bath. Yes, you do. And he he dries himself. A That's bath what and... baths are supposed to do. Uh, what what kind of uh, bath bombs do I have? What are my lavender. options? You requested oh, lavender. All lavender. You requested oh. lavender. Great. We're doing it. Pregnard's having himself a bath. Okay. Beautiful. Wonderful. That's great. That's a great plan. Um, what's everybody else doing? <laughs> um, you know, we, you know, we were just on the topic of a murder before I conveniently interrupted with room service. Yeah. Uh, Boris has, has listened to the request, pulled all of the cookies out of the bag and put them on the table in order to be able to get to her armor at the bottom of the bag and pulled the iron shackles that she had removed from herself and stolen earlier out and put mm-hmm. them on the table ah uh, yes when I forgot when, when I forgot to cut back to Boris that is what had happened in the interrogation room is that she had freed herself and had taken the manacles into her inventory and the key <laughs> oh yeah I put the key out too why not do we I'm just saying you managed to actually swipe the key too <laughs> Do we wish to try the uh, bush journal idea prior to the apocalypse carol idea? Might as well. I feel like the apocalypse carol idea might need a couple of days of setup and a little less high (laughs) alert. So maybe we try that on the next lap. (laughs) That's a convenient way of saying, um, we'll just put a pin in that. We'll just put a pin in that. I don't know. I don't want to count it out entirely. Apparently, they have qualms about me shooting a child. <laughs> I'm still Besides. cheering for Philbert Scissorhands, personally. <laughs> See, Jarell, you, really, you really need to be the more the the the, 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 like, the moral, like, you know, good part of this argument because right now like all of the like besides I mean I guess Pregnard's idea is not necessarily murder like kill the kid murder but I mean like aside from that every murder it's maiming okay like it's not murder it's maiming (laughs) um that the fact that there is a distinction of those things for you and you feel more enthusiastic about maiming makes me more terrified. Me personally, just uh. me, the, me, the, me, the player. Hey, I mean, the DM Fran. Hi. Um, but, you know, I mean, you do you, I guess. But John or Jarrell, I mean, your, 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 your mates are literally suggesting murder and maiming and the, uh, uh, a weird play on a Christmas story. So. <laughs> Christmas Carol. There was also on a food product. Carol, I know, but we, I mean, with with our luck, it's going to be a Christmas story. In Jarrell's opinion, we have a, a little over a day um, to avoid murder if we can. But yeah, I it, guess so. If it's like, like that's really what it comes down to. Is it really like an ends justify the means type thing? For well, you? It's, it's a full on apocalypse. Greater, like, like, like greater good kind of thing. I mean, like, I'm just I guess I'm kind of curious, like what Jarrell is wrestling with. with this so, idea, right? I mean, Jarrell has killed a lot of things. Most of them are undead or evil in some way, shape, or right. form. Right. Like, where you ha- where, where there's where there's really no question on right. whether, like, because like you know, this is we, we ex- this is a fantasy universe where good and evil are actual like tangible yeah. things that exist and can be embodied in the fullest physically. You know what I mean? So, like, these are not, like, you know, like, metaphysical concepts. These are actual, like, you know, things that are right. real. Um, so, yeah, it's like, you know, like, like you've, like, you've, 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 like, the things that you've destroyed have been, have been things that are evil right. uh, in nature. And so this is sort of like, well, I mean, this is just a kid who in, in is obviously very troubled. In Jarrell's mind, like, he... He's open to the idea of discussion with the if if possible and if like discussion of letting somebody know that hey if you do this one thing you're gonna kill millions of people over the course of hundreds of years like and their response is I'm gonna do it anyway 
then they fall into the evil category <laughs> and then you're allowed to do it. But like, if you don't try to talk them out of it, <laughs> <laughs> I like this calculus. I like this. Oh, okay. <laughs> this, well, this is, yeah. that, that, that's perfectly yeah. reasonable. And here's like, I do have one more idea here. <laughs> we make a bet with the popular kid at school. We get him to do a makeover for Filbert. <laughs> we turn Filbert into the popular kid. He doesn't want to have an apocalypse anymore. Yeah, Filbert's all that. I like this <laughs> the next time around when we're able to get back into the school with our skin still attached to our bodies. Huh. Has anyone tried to take Filbert's glasses off and reveal how hot he is? <laughs> <laughs> this whole conversation is... I, I, I can't express to you how happy I am right now. <laughs> what, that like, we're either going to apocalypse Carol or he's all that, this kid? This yeah, is yeah. the best. This is I, this is the best feeling, like in the world. I realized the this good right idea here. just happened, but I could not help but add that one. I, yeah, I, the good idea is not that you were talking about your own idea. That was I would say. This I've heard a lot of good ideas. I've heard a lot of bad car. ideas. I meant the, I the, the, the functionally good idea. Oh, well, well, I mean, I guess you know. I guess what a good idea is is subjective. Really, it's up to all of you as a group of players. Yeah, so I think it's pretty clear that an Apocalypse Carol is the one we're going with. With a backup of he's we're, all that. We're, we're yeah. trying, we're, we're, I think we're going to try the, the Bush journal first. Journal. Bush journal first. Yes, Bush journal first. Bush journal takes the least setup. Uh, he's all that sounds yeah, like also exactly has the, the sort name. of thing we can lead into after the fish as soon as we're in the school. If he's all that fails... Then we can try Apocalypse Carol on the same go-round. And if that doesn't work, then we try the traditional Zero sits up in a clock tower. You know, um, Jarrell does the dramatic walk across the square and meets him and gives the subtle signal if things go wrong and, you know, thump, thump. And it's very, you know, Gorky Park looking kind of shit. I don't know. So as an aside, and I may or may not keep this in, my dream for this is like starting to take shape because <laughs> I had always imagined. No, I have imagined this. I, I was imagining that we'd get to a point where we could literally montage all of your reset attempts, like just like you know, like literally just like almost like like flash to the different scenes, and then it always ends up the same way or something like that. Like I just. Right. <laughs> oh, it's, 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 I just, oh. Okay. All right. I feel like we need a visual component to make that storytelling tick, but I feel you and I want to make that happen so bad because I feel like it's so, such a good way of delivering. There's, there's a way to achieve it by just actually playing I, through it. I just, yeah, I think, I, I just, think the audio version is great. I think the, the audio version is going to be version. great because I'll, I, I'll, I have an idea of how to do it. I'm not, I, I won't say anymore. Continue with you. All right. All right, team. Let's let's do Bush Journal. <laughs> Ready, Pregnant Pre <laughs> said that from the bath. <laughs> okay, so just and uh, zero from another incomprehensible space pulls out a field notes like a actual like field notes journal. It starts just jotting down. Okay, so we have Bush Journal. We have he's all that. Filbert no hands. Um. Oh, we have Filbert no hands. Where do we want to put that in the order? Um, I'm Flash thinking. Flash Filbert scissor hands. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's kind of final. Maybe that's our escape plan for if um, uh, Apocalypse Carol goes wrong. One of you keeps some garden shears under the robe. Pretty oh, much oh. only the last option before murder. What if we give him food poisoning so he's too <laughs> sick to make it? <laughs> Do we want to put that after he's all that or after the apocalypse, Carol? Philbhausen syndrome by proxy? <laughs> we could we could try we could try kidnapping him and brainwashing him. Brainwashing. Not want to do it. Yeah, that's always an option. Brainwashing sometimes works. Okay. Wait, wait a second. You have the moral qualms about the murder. 
Would you cool with the kidnapping? Uh, I mean, I just well, want to. I, I just, you know, as the avatar of war, I'd like but, to know where Valen's line lies. But I feel like that's not hurting or maiming him in any way. You're just holding on to him until said apocalypse is not happened. Over. Right. Right. Actually, that's probably the most simplistic, <laughs> like, obvious choice here. Well, I mean, if the he's all that works, won't the girls jumping all over him do that job for us anyway? <laughs> yep. Is the subtext here that Filbert is as pissed off as he is because he's an incel? No, that's not really the angle I was going for. Okay. Is that subtext or intertext? Mike? Probably still be subtext. All right, guys. Bush Journal. Let's go. Bush Journal it is. (laughs) (laughs) Now, do we want to... um, Zero kind of looks at the awkward size of this journal. Do you have a way of getting it back to its original size? It only lasted for a minute. Oh, fair enough. We definitely (laughs) deliberated for over a minute. Or concentration. And once I hit my nice lukewarm lavender bath ooh, my mind just slipped into heaven <laughs> <laughs> so a freshly bathed pregnant um, exits the um, the bathroom uh, and this is the first time I think you've ever seen pregnant with actually like smooth shiny skin mm-hmm. like the layer of film is slowly starting to like regenerate but, like, there. but he's like this is this is the cleanest you've ever seen Pregnart, I guess, like if if we're talking by. Oh, wait, hang on a second. Oh, oh, no. Pregnart emerges from the bathroom and uh, the light streaming in from the window just hits uh, an especially glistening part of his head just right. And. Uh... <laughs> Zero He's turns shiny. to Jarrell. He's shiny clean. Zero turns to Jarrell. Valen, he's so radiant. He always looks like that to me. You can just cut that out. That didn't really work. No. <laughs> it was soothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of dug it. <laughs> All right, guys. You want to do Bush Journal now? So, Quinn, um, are you able to invisibly deliver... The journal to the bush moments before Boris discovers it. Here's the thing. Quinn's gone invisible lots of times today. How many times can you do that? Uh, Four, I think. Okay. We still got some. Wait, Um, are we doing the bush journal today or are we doing it the day of? We should try bush journal today if we can because that way we still have a chance to do something tomorrow. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we need to do ASAP Bush Journal. Maybe, maybe, I maybe we could do, do a quick food poisoning tomorrow and get that one out of the way. <laughs> I would prefer not to waste my last um, spell cast on another invisibility unless I absolutely need it. How else do we get the journal into the bush without somebody seeing us put the journal in the bush? She walks up to the bush and says, Oh my God, I found a journal in a bush. It's not like she can't conceal things with her hands. Mm-hmm. I mean, she has. She, yeah, she has the skills. Can I Alex Mack it into the bush, please? Oh my god! I don't know. Like, what that make means. only if you have GC one sixty one in your. Inventory. I mean, listen. You can ask. I, I'm not the one who has to give you permission. All right. How heavy I is can, the book? <laughs> I can shift form and make myself a slithery little puddle while I hold the book, and I can put it into. Into the into the bush. W- will the puddle ruin the book? No. It's <laughs> just so confidently. <laughs> Is a book soaked with goo considered ruined to you? <laughs> um, the book soaked with goo slithering across across the lawn, less likely to be noticed. You can already see that the protect, like the the, the the protective film, the 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 film that like layer of Pregnard has already started to like at this point like reencompass his body because it's just something that his body naturally produces. Like right. this is just what he does. 
Um, let me. Uh, Pregnard takes like a, a test book from off of one of the shelves in, in, in our room here. In our, okay. Are we in like a room or a suite? Sweet. We're in like a we're in a suite. All right, we have a. You big dropped brand. three gold bricks onto a counter, and we're like, <laughs> "Yo, give me the best room you got." <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, yeah, so um, Pregnard takes takes a, a test book, and uh, he shifts form, and uh, he slithers around the room for a while, um, does a loop the loop, and uh, shifts form back into uh, Pregnard form. And solid pregnant form, or as solid as pregnant gets. And um, he, he, I don't know. What, what's the state of this book? So wait, wait. So just just to be clear, you, you took the book, right? Everyone was cool with that, right? No not, issues. Not the journal. He's trying a different. Yeah, book. I, t- I oh, took. I took a test. Yeah, book he's trying a test book in the room. Yes. Um, so. Where do you have the journal? Like, where, where do you have the book? Like, what do you like? Where are you holding it, or where are you storing it? Like, what are you, like, what are you doing with the book when you? Go I just hug it. I form? hug it to my chest. Perfect. Okay. So you hug it to your chest, and then you become liquid, mm-hmm. and then you become whole again. Yes. And the book is covered in slime, <laughs> <laughs> like you slime. Yeah, and pregnant looks at it and he says, "Look, it's still good as new." <laughs> See, that's why I asked. I love, I love how cinematic this is. This just, mm, chef's kiss. <laughs> Nothing is wrong with the book. It looks like a really good book. Probably better than before, I think. Okay, so we're going to keep this one in our back pocket for non-porous <laughs> materials. I'm all right with uh, Boris just pretending she finds it. She's so sneaky, it probably will go over just as well as anything else. Now, am I going to set off an alarm just by approaching the tower after last time I was there? You'll be in disguise, I think. It'll be fine. It's not a magic girl guide costume, I don't think. Are you you using the girl guide costume or the fancy costume you bought? Neither is magic, and I'm concerned about the tower probably knowing I'm there. I can also enlarge you to make you even more disguised. Well, what were you? Were you not wearing Just your a giant girl walking over to the bush? Yeah, only for a minute, Two. too. <laughs> so she's got to act fast. Uh. <laughs> I think I um, think that I think <clears throat> Boris should just sleight of hand uh, this book out out of the bush, and maybe we we can test the 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 radius that she can get close to the tower. Just sidle closer and closer until we find either a good bush or we get arrested. <laughs> Please do not take that out of context. <laughs> nope. I uh, definitely will not make that debunker for this episode. So many buffer options. <laughs> I will definitely not do that and preserve that in the internet forever. I will totally not do that. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. God, I love drinking coffee before this podcast. <laughs> so... Enhanceability helps all checks in that category, correct? Correct. Would it be beneficial for Boris to have enhanced charisma? Hmm. An interesting idea. Are we sending Boris alone? I feel like we should... I feel like we should um, be uh, observing from a, a comfortable distance. I mean, mm. yes, we should. Boris with enhanced charisma is literally a danger to everyone. <laughs> well, <laughs> bring on a mini apocalypse in itself. So my thought <clears throat> is that Jarrell has been seen with his armor on, but not with his armor off. 
So Jarrell, you could potentially still play off your role as Father Christmas Cookie here. Father and Girl Guide Cookie. Potentially. Mm-hmm. At, at the same time, I would also give uh, Boris the benefit of my divine presence, which again aids in its own way. Mm-hmm. Also, I could uh, hide yes, in a job. My mere presence aids everyone. It literally does. That's, I, I know, I know, but it just that makes, makes you sound so fucking full of yourself. Well, that's, also, that's also very on brand for Jarrell. Yeah. <laughs> this this party has been nothing like for like for like for since we've started. It's just been nothing but a battle of egos, and I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. So so Boris, the boon to your charisma would be helpful. I think so. I mean, my charisma is a plus one. It's not great. It's not going to hurt it. Oh, that's not having a... advantage on having advantage on charisma checks would maybe be a good thing then. Yes, it, it's it's wisdom so. and dexterity that Boris rocks. Yeah, and if she needs to like lie to somebody about the, where the book came from, uh, charisma is a deception. Okay, or deception is a charisma ability. I feel like we're we're sending the wolf, the sheep into the I mean, the my deception's net. not awful. I am proficient in that, at least. I'm I'm willing to cast. I don't. Which means you can't get less two. than a, a. What is it? A yeah, 16? right. Because I'm proficient in it. Yeah, I can't get less than a sixteen. You have a baseline okay. sixteen on charisma checks. So anything that would have a DC of sixteen or okay. below, you would just automatically pass. I'm gonna. This, this essentially is how that works. I'm going to, well, I feel like because people are on high alert for her, I feel like having a higher dexterity is going to be, or higher charisma is going to be a, a benefit. I'm I'm going to walk up to uh, Boris, and I'm going to put my my hand on her forehead, uh, open, open palm, uh, on her forehead, and... I close my eyes and I just go <laughs> and I've now cast <laughs> oh her God. with Eagle Splendor. She now has all advantages on charisma checks. This is so shocked by the noise that she doesn't even steal something out of his pocket while that's happening. Because <laughs> <laughs> my insight uh. sucks. So you would have done it. <laughs> Perception. But yes. Oh, perception sucks too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Either one. All right. Well, uh, how long does that last for? Uh, great question. Um, A minute. <laughs> Best get to running then. Up to one hour with concentration. All right. So you have to be nearby. So more of a power walk. Hmm. It's very hard to concentrate on a spell that's on your ally that, you know, is very far away from you, I'd say. Like, not within eyesight at all. Right. Or, like, you know, of, like, many blocks you away. You would think it would like give that. some sort of... Yeah, you know, concentration rules are a little malleable in that way, so I'm just gonna go ahead and bend this to what is convenient and fun for me, so... Um, because I am the DM and I can do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> no, um, I mean, you know, potentially. All, all kidding aside. Um, I, oh, wait, no, because invisibility is also concentration. I would just imagine that if you had to concentrate on a spell, like you're obviously, like, I mean, I guess you could find a way yeah. to, I could, I argue it could be made that as long as you're just concentrating and like making sure that like this, you know, whatever energy you have, you know, focused on this enchantment is active, like, sure. But, you know, you're going to be so concentrated on that that obviously, like, you know, like, you're going to be making concentration checks if you get involved in anything else. Okay. So we'll we'll, 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 we'll play it out that way. Okay. To maintain your concentration on this. Say if you get, like, distracted or something. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure you're coming um, up with that idea. Unless you're unless you're close by, in which case it's gonna be a little bit easier to focus. But I'm gonna say the further away you are, the harder it's gonna to be to like maintain your concentration if there's like other stuff that's like, you know, vying for your attention. Fair enough. Not foreshadowing that there will be, but there could be. Mm-hmm. All right, Boris, it's all on you. 
All right. Should, I mean, should I be in? I'm sorry. Should I be in my girl guide costume, or should I be uh, dressed up all fancy? Also, by the way, you guys are in the ninth ward, and you have to probably take a wagon or something, or like some sort of you know transportation to get back to the the tower. If this is where you are intending on doing this, so you cast the spell. It's active for an hour, but you got to travel there now. Oh, I thought we were already. I thought we were already there. I don't know. I didn't hear anybody say, "Hey, let's go to the tower now." Okay, we're going this to the yeah. tower. Like, no, you, you can wait until we get there. To cast the last, the, the last thing that the last thing that happened before y'all decided to go with this plan was that Pregnard covered a test book in goo. Oh so yeah, like, and, you know, and, that's, yeah. Where, that's that's where we're jumping off from here. Okay, so so <laughs> if I can backtrack, if if it's we can allowed, do a take backsies. We'll I would take backsies. I would once we get there, I would cast. Yes, the conditions are more clear for when you would do that. Of course, absolutely. Yeah. That's fine. So we can yada yada our way there if there was no other business. Yada yada. Um, as you guys are leaving the hotel, I just like you know he like we'll we'll, we'll kind of see like kind of do this like sort of little camera pan for a second, right? Just to kind of just create a scene where you guys like hop on this like little like wagon to transport you to the like you know entry to where the tower is. You see that you know the camera sees a very f- like exhausted looking. Um, hotel employee um, like like holding on to a hamster with a tiny little hat and a unicycle in the other hand <laughs> and he, you see and he's like frantically running into the hotel yes oh my god yes <laughs> and so now we arrive at the tower so <laughs> wait what wait what's going on <laughs> This did not catch Pregnard's attention. No, we were already in the wagon. No, the camera saw it. You guys Fuck. had had rode off into God the sunset. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I want to make a perception check. He's gonna eat the fish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making a perception check. Okay. We're not out of this scene yet. Okay. Fuck. Never mind. <laughs> okay. It was a five. We arrive at the tower. Fuck. <laughs> What was the hamster's name, Fran? You'll never know. Fuck. All right, I'm rage quitting this episode. Bye, guys. (laughs) 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 Wow. This man's rage quitting because he can't have his cake and eat it too, huh? (laughs) All right, I'm back. I'm back. (laughs) We're at the tower. Once again, I am just the world. I am just presenting the scenes. Are we at the, the tower, tower or are we at near the tower? Just to clarify. You're at near the tower. How close to you're the at, tower You're at we? near the tower. Uh, you're, 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 good, you're, good, you're a good... It's a very large open-air plaza. Right? You have All a right. gigantic structure that is, like, supporting this beak, this column of energy that is just, like, shooting out into the sky. Um, you know, if you, like, look up at it, you know, you can see that the... You, know, you can see, like, the moon is out, you know, and it's, like, in the sky, just, like, you know, off to the side of where this beam is, like, you know, shooting out and just to, like, the vast open sky. Um, and there's, like, these massive structures, stories and stories tall that are, like, supporting and, like, you know, like, harnessing this energy. Um, and then there's this, like, just, just like, you know, down the, down the plaza from that is the tower that sits in the center. Um, okay, Boris, do you remember the plan? There are, as I say, there are plenty of people out and about here, like walking around, like academic types, you know, people having conversations. There's chessboards set up in like this, like it's like a big cobblestone plaza. Like there's chessboards set up, there's like flower beds, there's trees, there's like birds chirping, like it's a lively place. It's an academic sort of like plaza. Now, is this near where the big column of uh, magical energy is uh, going up, or is that somewhere? Else? I mean, it's it's it's. I mean, it's it's hard to miss. It's 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 here. Okay, wonderful. Um, Zero is going to preoccupy himself with just kind of scoping out and trying to find uh, uh, high grounds. High grounds. You know, like if there's maybe a tower or something nearby. There the is a gigantic tower. Well, not nearby. that tower. Or just, you know, <laughs> maybe, you know, well, minor towers and or buttresses, you know, a clock there tower are, or something. There, there, 
there are stone walls that do surround this 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 central district, right? And and that and that separates separates out and and connects to the sort of like middle like like middle ways that connect to the other like wards that surround like this like you know the, the twelve wards that surround this circular city. So like this Fantastic. this in, this entire plaza has also been walled off from the other like wards. Like oh, there's there's sort of like layers of walls to this city excellent i'm just gonna do like you know um maybe some brief scouting uh for a sniper yeah i mean you guys are pretty close to the walls yeah you guys are pretty close to the walls where you get dropped off you know by the transportation um like the horses don't actually enter the the cobblestone plaza itself because um you know these hoity-toity academics don't necessarily want to be cleaning up horse poop even if they have magic to do it and so, yeah, you're close to the walls. I mean, you can see, like, they're, they're all, it's all very heavily guarded. There are a mixture of both, like, armored guards and, like, wizards, like, you know, like, wizardly-looking types, like, that are wearing, um, like, armor, like, almost like battle mages of some kind um, that are guarding these walls. This is probably the most heavily fortified and heavily guarded place in the city. Hmm. and there we go that's beautiful okay we haven't been stopped yet i'm not trying to do anything this go round anyway i just feel like you know what the conditions are going to be the same this time no matter what happens so you know just do a little bit of advanced scouting for the future so I don't know, maybe is there a perception check or something I could make to try to find an area that would make a good concealed uh, high position? Sure. Let's say if it's a perception, we're going to go with a modified 20. Okay. I mean, there are some small, like there's like some cafes and things like that that are like like the open front, like open face, like, you know, like, like stalls that have like roofs on them you know there's something that's more like there's no actual buildings here that are more than like a like a story tall except for again the gigantic structure that is supporting this um column of energy and the tower capital t capital t are there any sweet bushes around and then also all the all the sorry and all like the the, the, the turrets and stuff like that like on top of like all the like you know the walls in each section as it like kind of turns there's like different you know guard posts. Anyways, sorry. Pregnant is on a constant lookout for the perfect bush. I mean, there's bushes everywhere. Like, everything, like, all the landscaping here is very well manicured and and very, like, beautiful and pretty, and there's flower beds everywhere. There's landscaping surrounding the tower. There's landscaping, you know, just, like, you know, all over this, like, park, and it's, like, it's, like, you know, this, 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 like, large plaza. So, Boris is scoping out the people. Is there an area that has what she would determine looks like a bunch of like high ranking professor type, you know, su- su- super smart, really sciencey looking teacher bros? Um, <laughs> you know, if you walked around long enough, you might be able to spot like someone meeting in between classes or something like that, like just like, you know, getting some air. You know, whatever. But a lot of people here seem to be more in motion. You know, there are some like folks playing chess and stuff like that together too. Like, like I had mentioned, there's like a little yeah. chess. Kind of the ch- chess area, perfect. Is there like something where it's obviously like those are professors from the school? You can tell just by looking at them playing chess. Make me an insight check. Is that insight or perception? You know, I'm it doesn't matter. Insight. It doesn't matter. Because you're kind of judging based on how someone looks. Okay, there you go. Um, Well, I'm also judging by if there's like textbooks around them, any sort of like educational materials in a book bag nearby. I'm still arguing for insight and you rolled nice. So we don't have to really argue this anymore. (laughs) I'm just going to give you the information. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, there's (laughs) not at all. You know me. Uh, yeah, there are two scholarly types having a ve- in, in the middle embroiled in of a very intense game of chess. You can tell because I mean they're and they're moving the pieces by not even touching them. They're just like you know using some sort of like very you know rudimentary cantrips and stuff like that to just like move them without actually touching them. 
Like one of them's using a mage hand to actually move the pieces around and stuff like that. <laughs> and he's doing it very da daintily like. So Boris okay. is going to pick a bush near that table. <laughs> okay. And just kind of like, you know, wander towards it in a very uh, unobvious, casually walking <laughs> manner. Darrell is keeping within 10 feet of her, at least. Okay. Boris is going to go get over towards that bush, assuming nothing goes wrong and stops yeah, there. Sure. Yeah, yeah, there's a bush yeah. there, for sure. Yeah, like, cool. oh my, what is this? And, you know, lean over near the bush and pull up the, a turtle. Could, <laughs> the, the, the moment you start, like, yelling, you aren't even able to Not even yelling, just like a casual, like, yeah. oh my. But of course. But, like, you exp <laughs> exclaiming, like, one of those academic types turns around and is like, excuse me, can't you see we're trying to play a game? Okay, comic book guy. So Boris, you <laughs> that know, sound like comic book guy. Dicks her head out of the bush and sees the mm -hmm. uh, the academic looking man kind of angrily looking at her and and kind of mm -hmm. climbs towards him and just goes, "Oh, I think maybe you dropped this or one of your students. Are you?" and and holds the book towards him, but like has it open and is flipping through the last couple of pages <laughs> at like, his Oh, page. did you read this here? Ah, <laughs> oh, man, like, isn't this stuff in this so crazy? Like, oh it, my this God. looks like, like it's yours? educational and scholarly things. Is this you familiar? look smart. <laughs> um, the, <laughs> I, like, I like where your head's at there, but the, the guy that you're addressing here just goes, I would never be so clumsy to leave my personal belongings lying around in bushes. It was probably some student at this school. Just turn it into the lost and found and they'll deal with it. And please stop interrupting this very intense game. And he just turns right back around. And he like adjusts his glasses as he does so. Springs the journal back to Pregnart and goes, enlarge this. <laughs> <laughs> Pregnart casts enlarge on the journal. The journal goes, I, I, I just, poof, just, it's a big journal now. <laughs> um, and then you can, you, you, you see the academics now stand up from the table being like, I, if I told you once, I've told you a thousand times, there is no magic to be performed by students. Outside of school grounds, we have an unauthorized use of magic guards. And uh, you, know, you now hear an alarm sounding and a bunch of people being called to attention. And that's what we're going to call this episode of the <laughs> Hapless Heroes podcast. Fantastic. Hmm. Thank you, everyone for listening, being with us, laughing with us, crying with us. Uh, but if you like us, you can find us on the internet. Just, uh, you know, look on uh, Instagram or Twitter at Hapless Heroes. We also have, uh, we also have some presence on Facebook and uh, Reddit just for Hapless Heroes podcast. But really those places have a lot of sticky posts and ways to point you to our Discord server where we're constantly hanging out and talking with our wonderful audience and talking amongst ourselves and sharing um, all those cool internet memes and things. Um, it's That's really a cool, happens. hip place to be, and we encourage you to join our burgeoning community. But if That's you, where you can post all of your erotic fan fiction and artwork? No, no, none of us. We are not actually asking for that. Please, <laughs> dear God, no. Please, uh, no. Speak for yourself. Please, no. I don't I want to see it. I don't want to see it. I don't, I don't need, I just, I don't, no. No, thank you. What well, does pregnant you. look like in the bath? That's my question. Can I you artistically and erotically depict pregnant in the bathtub? <laughs> Specifically with, erotic. With one leg like Be gently hanging over the edge. Careful what <laughs> you ask the internet for. Oh, I'm being very careful. If I see that shit in our Discord server, though, it's, it's, I'm, I'm fucking deleting it. <laughs> well, let me you see it DM, first. You can DM it to Zach. Yeah, we'll have to make me. an NSFW Pregnart channel, and I'm not sure the I world's do not ready for that. Do that. I just don't want to do that. I don't. I don't want to be the ones. I don't want to be the one responsible for uh, unleashing that uh, upon the world or moderating you know. it. 
Let's see it. Or moderating it. That is also true. I do, or put that on our other amazing community moderators, which, by the way, thank you again, Thessy and Altair Khalid. I really hope that, uh, well, I, I can't speak for Zach. I really can't. You're going to have so. your work cut out for you. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> um, if you really like us, you could leave us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. Uh, really means a lot to us to read your kind words. It really just puts the wind in our sails. It just makes us feel like all of this that we're doing is for something special, because it really is special, and you're special. You, you five-star human, you. And speaking of five-star humans, I would love to acknowledge all of our people who have donated to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash heroes. Uh, we have a whole bunch of rewards and bloopers and behind-the-scenes audio and stuff like that that we upload on there. It gives you access to a special channel on our Discord to put your pinkies in the air and show off how cool you are. Um, but really, it's you know, it's just it's it's a, it's a way to show your support, and and, and we've and, 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 and the, the fact that we've had people like donating to this and, and, and feeling like we're worth that hard-earned money. It just it's oh, warms my heart. You know, it all goes right back into doing this. So you know, it's just we're, we're you're just keeping the keeping the lights on, and we really appreciate you. You're the best. And if you like us, right now you like us, Sally Field, and the whole deal. Uh, train a snow leopard to smoke uh, a pipe and wear a Mexican sombrero, and put a little electronic voice box around his neck, and uh, give him like a very dignified sweater vest and uh, make people believe that he has uh, ascent, ascension thoughts. He has sentient thoughts and he is uh, uh, very good at writing poetry and he's a very uh, stand-up intellectual and um, get him on Oprah. And, um, you know, you're, you're, you'll be speaking through, through the voice box. It'll be, it'll be radio control and, uh, and, um, and make it so that he'll be, uh, or he or she will be interviewed on Oprah, uh, this very dignified-looking snow leopard. And uh, when when Oprah asks the snow leopard how he balances work and family, um, say, uh, well, it's it's simple, really. As a snow leopard, I just simply listen to Hapless Heroes podcast. I guess it's achievable. <laughs> um, it's totally easy. It's fine. You know, uh, I mean, I guess, you know, notwithstanding all of the, I guess, issues with, you know, trading in, in, in wild and exotic animals. And well, they love stuff, smoking but, pipes, but, you know, but the hat. That's what they love. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Snow leopards love smoking pipes. They love it. You um, can't get them to stop. <laughs> Yeah, you really can't. Yeah, it's it's a problem that plagues all snow leopards. But uh, speaking as the of old saying goes, you can get a world. snow leopard to smoke a pipe, but you can't wear it. You can't get it to wear a Mexican sombrero. <laughs> I didn't know that's how that saying goes, but I, I guess I thank you. We we all learned something today. I think. Um, anyways, I'm gonna go ahead and outro this cast for you as we say good night. Starting on my virtual right. We have John as Lord Jarrell, the light. Oh, sorry, I had to. I rhymed three times. Until next time. Zach is pregnant. Wow, that man, that bush looks great. <laughs> Nicole as Boris the Butcher. Keep enlarging pregnant. We can just hide under the book. <laughs> Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. Hookah! <laughs> and Dave at zero, Valen's Avatar of War. Okay, so we know uh, for uh, the assassination that magic is out. And I'm Francesco. I've been your host and DM. Tune in next week where I guarantee it's probably going to be just as wacky as this, this, this just was. But bye now. Bye. 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 bye.